Hello, hey san hey. I am Pixel Pia. Welcome to my podcast. In today's episode, I will discuss the intrapersonal intelligence and the solitary learner. I hope you will enjoy. Do you prefer to study by yourself in a quiet space? And do you set up personal learning goals? Well, then it's very probable that one of your strong intelligence types is the intrapersonal intelligence. Hello, hey san hey. I am Pixel Pia. And today we're going to talk about intrapersonal intelligence. In my series about the nine types of intelligence and nine learning styles, the turn has come to the intrapersonal intelligence and solitary learning. Even though I just talk about one of the intelligence in each episode, I believe that we are all capable of using all these types. So what is intrapersonal intelligence? Well, it includes the capability of understanding oneself, one's thoughts and one's feelings. You can use that self awareness in your own planning of learning. The intrapersonal intelligence is often very intuitive and it's not uncommon for them to be introverts. They are very self-aware and spend a lot of time to self-reflection. They work very well by themselves, are very independent and often love to journal. They are usually very self-motivated, organized, and goal-oriented. So how to study as a solitary learner? Well, the most obvious is to study alone. But it includes so much more than that. You often need to set up your personal goals and track your steps towards those goals. It's very good to use some kind of journal or log and to always reflect on what you have learned for each step towards the final goal. It is also important for a solitary learner to make connections between what you already know and already have learned and the new information. And it's also important for a solitary learner to make links between what you are learning and your personal life. How can this be good for you? So how did the intrapersonal students do in my class? During most of the day they had the possibility to work by themselves and they could always choose to go into the group room which was a silent workspace. But I was always very aware of the solitary learners and if they had the tendency to isolate themselves I intervened. This was something which from time to time I addressed in their individual education plan and if that was the case I made sure that their work partner was one with a more prominent interpersonal intelligence. Sometimes when we worked in groups, we'd 
which we did frequently, the intrapersonal intelligent solitary learner could choose to work by themselves within the group and be responsible for one specific area of the work. But it is also very important to make sure that they practice to work in a group setting so they can develop their interpersonal intelligence more. The system I used with weekly planning of your own work and weekly evaluation was very suitable for the solitary learners. So what are my final thoughts about the intrapersonal intelligent solitary learner? If you happen to be a verbal and solitary learner, you probably do very well in school. But as an educator, it is important to really pay attention to these students, since they have a tendency to isolate themselves. They need to practice the other intelligences. It is from time to time necessary to push these students out of their comfort zone and require from them to work in a group setting. Well, that's it for the intrapersonal intelligence and the solitary learner. In my next episode, I want to talk about the naturalist intelligence and the naturalistic learner. Until next time, goodbye, or as we say in Sweden, hej då! Thank you.